I've been thinking about this for like a long time. I think this is one of the Svarim that when it came out, people were very excited about them. It's an incredible safer. But to be honest, it's not a safer that's read as a book. And I think those who tried that probably realized very quickly that it's not, it doesn't work. To read it as a book it needs to be learned as a safer. And that's probably one of the challenges. I happen to have a hard time, I'm sure many people have it, using a safer in English. It doesn't like always, it's like either a book or a safer. So, safer in English doesn't just go so smoothly. But we're going to try our, try our best. Probably the greatest challenge in this safer is that Vlapiansky, as Baruch Hashem to have last week, has an incredible kayach of building things from the bottom up. Bottom up means from the foundation of how things are supposed to look, how things are supposed to play out, and really building on top of that. The challenge in that is that when you build things from bottom up, it sometimes doesn't get very practical till somewhere along the way, sometimes till the very top. I made the, maybe the faux pas of asking Valpiansky on Friday night to give Director Oenig taking this book, I think, something in a practical sense, along those lines. And he didn't say it to me, but I think without him having to say it, it was obvious that I missed the boat. Because just trying to bring it out in a practical sense, and like just like, you know, six, six points that are practical, here's what you do, and this is where it all applies, doesn't work. Valpiansky doesn't work that way, but it doesn't work that way at some. And I want to share something very personal. I have the tremendous fortune and schus of giving a drush here on Shabbos almost every week. And this is a weekly struggle. Weekly struggle with the Hainu that we try to give over something which is a, a concept, a yisoyed, something which is we can work through and think through and very often that's at the expense of talking about something practical. Because the marshal, right? So one can give a passionate discussion and work through and discuss and think all the concepts about tefillah and the connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu and what it means and what it looks like and, and how we're developing and changing the worlds and changing the lamas and all about that, right? And if it ends off, and therefore... Make sure you put yourself away before davening. What was, what was it about? Putting yourself away before davening. Right? And everything else almost got totally lost in translation. And just ends up with maybe one simple piece. And it's not bad to put yourself away before davening. It's a wonderful thing. I think it's a, it's a, a, a concept worth, worth noting. The problem is, is that that may or may not work for you. And even if it does... But there's a whole concept that it's built upon because that may not work always. It may work sometimes. I may already do it. It may not talk. That means there's a concept, there's a foundation that it's built on. And without understanding the deep-rooted foundation of what it's all about, so all the practical aspects of it are, are, are wonderful, but they're going to get lost. They're not going to have a kiyum. They're not going to be able to really have anything which is going to be internalized because it's missing the root and the foundation of what it does. 
And Rebbeinsky really sets this book up, or the Sefer up, really exactly in this way. The whole first half, the first number of sections, are really all about the Yisoyed, the foundation, which makes it almost very, it can be, and it can appear, and can feel dry. Because, okay, it's like, well, tell me what it means. Like, where's, where's it going? Where's it going? What's it all about? And it's the Yitzhahara which does that, which pushes us to want to only have things in a very practical sense. Okay, tell me, and the Yitzhahara side of us wants that to happen because when that happens, it almost pulls out the rug for anything really, any true growth happening. And without having the, say this, the foundation, the internal aspect of what it's all about, it's not going to work on top of that. And it's really an incredible important to say it in general when we very often hone in on just you know, practical, I just want to hear something practical and not really giving it the time. And this is really what for those who can appreciate what Spodidus is all about Spodidus is, is about taking concepts and really be able to work through them and think through them and give them the proper respect they deserve without just right away jumping into okay, so what can I do? And how is it going to apply? What can I apply it to? I think it's something which is very much in the world of Avaida, and something which in our generation, talking to myself certainly, in the, as they say, microwave generation, which wants things instantaneously, and wants to, you know, want to give me a quick inspiration, and I'll be, you know, be inspired, and now I'm going to be a Fontera, and I'm done, wonderful, that's it, I got the check, check the box, I'm all, I'm all there, which is obviously a very simplistic and doesn't work way of approaching anything in life, and certainly not something which is important and fundamental. And I think that's really a very important introduction to this Sefer. Important to say to Avaida, in general. Avaida is a process. And it's a process of working through something and going step by step and building on step by step and eventually figuring out exactly how is that going to apply in a practical way. And if we try to either jump steps or skip steps entirely, it doesn't work. And we've all had the experience of being at you know, maybe an inspiring, whether it's an event, whether it's a speech, whether it's a drush, whatever it may be, right? And the ability for that to last anything more than five minutes after it's done is hard. Hard is probably an understatement. It's hard. And that's because there's, it, it needs deep-rooted foundations really to make it happen, to make it something which is going to be meaningful. So that's the, the introduction. Second introduction is that I would love for this to be, not me talking certainly not exclusively, I'm happy and want to make this a discussion format any, in any way, shape, or form that can be helpful for anyone and everyone. So I invite that, I encourage that, and something which hopefully we can make happen as we go through this, through this process. And hopefully we can all hold on for the ride. This is, I'm doing this as much for myself as for anyone else, and hopefully I will gain and be the greatest beneficiary of this Sefer and this Mahalach and this Avaida. Hopefully, anyone else who can gain along, we can uh, take it as well. Can I jump in then? Please, go jump in. It could be uh, to make it better for you. Maybe it would be better if we did it like around the table. Okay. This format. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for that. Either okay. it rubs off as many downstairs. Okay, we'll figure That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Shkara. <laughs> okay, if anyone wants to get a safer, we can try to figure out, um, maybe make an order or can order on your own, whatever whatever works, but we're gonna, it's hard to read it straight inside, it doesn't really work so well, so probably just paraphrase some points, some points we'll read inside, certainly some things which are significant, but we're going to really jump in on page three, which is section one, who we are, and just the background 
Vlapiansky really opens the Sefer with a dramatic story about a fellow he calls Yaakov, imaginary fellow. And this fellow Yaakov is the last day at the Zman, and he's last day in Yeshiva. And he's making the transition after that day to the world out there. And he's torn and struggling and challenged and something which is, you know, we've probably all experienced in, in some capacity. This struggle, it's not just a one-time struggle. It's a struggle which really is an ongoing struggle. Like, where do I belong? What am I? What am I doing? Where's my goal? Where's my direction? And certainly, when someone's in the yeshiva world, pre-marriage, post-marriage, wherever it's going to be, it's a very cozy place. A very cozy place, sort of in a nest, in a place which is... It goes simply in a coast. And the day that that transition happens, that coziness disappears. And all of a sudden now, like, whoa, there's like a world out there. And the world out there is not just about me being in that world, but me finding myself in that world. And kicked out of the nest, exactly. And really the the the, the way Lapiansky like portrays this like poor guy going through this, this, this last day, it's almost like, you know, you, f- you feel the drama and you feel like this kind of like, you know, just being pulled in all directions, like, and what am I doing? Where am I going? Was I a failure? Did I do something well? Did I do anything right? Did my greatest you know, failure since, uh, since Yeshiva started because I didn't, I didn't make it uh, into all the schmoozing that the Rebbe gave for eons of years. So and that's really what he's talking about. Then he throws like one paragraph, which really, which really, you know, I think is very a catch-all paragraph. Worst of all, anticipating a bleak Ruchlian's future, visions of hurried, functionary davening, catching a word here and there of death of Dafiemishirim, and all too often noting, nodding off, a gradual descent into a good life culture. It all depressed him. For so long, he's seen himself as me out of finer cloth. And now he'd be like the rest of them. So that's really the, like the last paragraph he talks about, like. Some sometimes the the image of someone outside the yeshiva world is a bleak picture, and it can be a bleak picture. The goal of this book is it shouldn't be a bleak picture. It actually has abilities and kriches and ways that can be accomplished way beyond what we ever could have dreamed of, and sometimes in many ways even beyond what a person can accomplish in the yeshiva world. Obviously, a very different avodah, but something to be understood and appreciated in a very different sense. And that's where the background of the Sefer that he starts with. So jumping to page three, which is the Shevi Levi within us. So it begins as follows. The great of Moshe Chaim Latzata, the Ramchav, or most practical, going to religious growth, Moshiach Sesharim. Right, a step-by-step approach, right, for those who've, everyone started, for sure, right, first part of Moshiach Sesharim, I don't know, 50 times, 100 times, I think uh, I heard once Rolovsky once said it's the most started safer in the world, right? And very often it ends of the first parak. I'm sure you go to most people's homes, first parak is like worn out on this underlines and like, you know, notations on the side. And like you have to and Zahiris, and like they said, it's all over, right? There's nothing left over there. And beautiful, pristine pages. So Elias starts at the bottom level of spirituality and works its way up through the very peak of Ruach HaKadosh, right? The Ramchal's step, for those who haven't made it to the end, is Ruach HaKadosh, the final stage of, of growth. So it's contrary to what one might expect that the first chapter does not describe the first step, which is the second chapter. Rather, it gives us a view of the entire ladder and its final destination. And this is really the side of everything, is that we need to have a broader picture of what we're trying to accomplish, where we're trying to get to, what we're trying to do. And this is really what the Sefer is about, and it's in the structure of the Sefer in a very similar way. So let us start our own discussion by viewing the totality of the picture. 
We can describe them, the picture using the Mosheel Sasharim's first words, which are probably the most famous words that exist in the world of Machshava and Avedah. Chayvas hadam elami. What is man's? What's our job in this world? Note, it does not say man's duty in the world, but rather in his world. Oylamoi. Right? That means every person has their personal oylamoi, has their personal world. What is my obligation in this world? Mine is not the same as yours. Yours is not the same as his. His is not the same as someone else's. Every person has their personal avodah, which is in this world, which is going to be distinct, unique, and special for them and no one else. And that's really which which the Ramchal really focuses on. So, the way he breaks this down is, is, is really incredible. The most fundamental statement about Hashem is that He is one. This is a deep concept. We have to really hold, hold cup to this. Kashbaruch is one, a total unity that has no likeness or comparison. Kashbaruch is echad. Echad is encompassing everything. Everything is in the word echad. It means that Kashbaruch is hakol, right? It's all together. It's all there. The world which you created mirrors the same unity. That means the world is everything is, is, is echad. Is echad Baruch right? When, when Chazal referred to a Baruch Hu as Mikrem Yishal Olam, Baruch Hu is referring to Hamakim, right? That means Kodesh Baruch Hu is the world, the world is Him. Everything is a mirror image. But a remarkably different way. Kodesh Baruch Hu's unity is invisible unity, which means it's Echad, the concept, which we really can't even understand past a conceptual idea. While creation's unity is, unity is a composite. In a very crude way, you can liken this to a puzzle. Right? The picture on the box is one undivided image. When properly connected, the many puzzle pieces inside the box form an image that mirrors the picture. The puzzle ultimately also becomes one, but a one is an integration of many. Nevertheless, when our ability to see the entire picture of the box covers an invaluable and aid in knowing how to approach the puzzle. Right? So this is the most beautiful muscle, right, for th- this echad. Right? The picture is echad. Right? It's, everything is there. And you break it up and you have a million pieces. Right? So here is, this is where he breaks it down. The paradigm holds true for all of the many facets of creation. He breaks it down into five sections. We're going to focus on two of them. Five sections. The entirety of the universe and its dizzying array of elements. That means the world is made up of, of, of billions and billions of kreches. You know, in the pagan world, they attribute every one of those kreches to a god. Right? There was the god of the sun and the god of the moon and the god of wind and the god of, 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 of grag. Every, why? Because they weren't able to conceptualize this idea of echad. So everything was separate, right? There's a God for everything. Everything is its own individual being. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is echad, but it's broken down into millions and billions of, of elements. That's one aspect. So the echad, HaKadosh Baruch Hu broken down into the elements of this world. It's not specific kokos. It means, like, well, that star and that bit of hydrogen and that atom over there. And All, everything that is visible. Everything is physical, correct. All the elements that exist in this world. That's number one. And that's, he's not going to focus on that particularly, but that's one aspect of the echad being broken down into billions of parts. Two, which we will focus on, is Klal Yisrael with all its various tribes, which is the Shvatim. It's not just the Shvatim. Right? Shvatim is, is really a paradigm for, right, there's 12 units in Klal Yisrael, but because there's 12, that's, that's the, the, where it starts from. But Lamaise, it's broken down into, Shvatim is just a concept. Klal Yisrael is composed and comprised of all different types of people, all under the concept called Klal Yisrael. And there's, you know, in some ways, there's the Sachar Zulan is, is one paradigm, right? A person who's learning fully and a person who's being supporting that person. That's one paradigm. And each one of the Shvatim presents a different concept, but we don't, have to, we don't relate to the idea of Shvatim per se because we don't have Shvatim and the, our world's not broken down into Shvatim. But we certainly broken down into types and to different streams of, of, of people and all under what? 
Klal Yisrael. And this is something which we all struggle with on some level, right? to view someone who's so different than I am and so leading a, a life which is really almost diametrically opposed to my life as all part of the same Klal of Yisrael. Right? That's really a, a challenge in itself, but this is really, this is Klal Yisrael. A people with all its various tribes. And it's the more... Th- so he's trying to break down that we in this world... No, I understand the overall theme. Uh, but in other words, he's not... I'm wondering why he's numbered. He's not saying that these five things represent all the possibilities. Of I, don't think, I don't think all. These, these are many. These are, many. These are probably the ones which are most apparent. But when I say right. he's numbering them, which is much that it's these five and no more. Okay. Um, Maybe it's these five. It's a little like a Rashi. He's actually only in two of them, but... I think these are probably the, probably the most apparent, but we'll, we'll see more. Three is each person with all those various components of character. Right? That means every one of us are a compilation of so many different people. Right? The Jekyll and Hyde model is not something which is a model which is outside of us. We all, it, is, it exists inside of every single person, and Jekyll and Hyde is just two of them. Right? If we would probably psychoanalyze ourselves, we would probably mostly be schizophrenic because we're comprised of, of a thousand different people. Right, sometimes we're in a great mood. Sometimes we're like, get me out of here. Like, I just, I don't want to see another person. I want to hide myself in my room and lock the door and not see a person. Right? And sometimes we're the most gracious people that exist. And sometimes we're like, we're uh, selfish. Right? Right? We're all, and we all have, whether it's moods, or, and not just moods, and meters, right? We, we fluctuate and move. And, like, and it depends on the day, depends on the hour, depends on the month, depends on the year, right? Depends on... Right, we're and it's all echad. It's all us, right? We are not one person, right? We are. I don't know how many people comprised, but all inside of us, and that's three, four. The different eras and generations of human existence, right? This is Klal Yisrael, right? Klal Yisrael has gone through every single possible period of existence, right? From the greatest churban to the greatest heights, all in the gamut of history. Right, thinking about Klal history, starting from under Marishan and then going through and, and Avram Avinu and then Moshe Rabbeinu and Mitzrayim and Yitzias Mitzrayim, Kabbalah Satira, and then going on from there, Bin Bayis Rishon, Bayis and then you have right the the ups and downs of of Klal the past two thousand years of Golis is, is incredible. It's all part of this big picture of Echad of Kashbaruch, who's again the same way that. This is the gamut of history, all broken down into various components. And five, which the other one will discuss, is the various periods within each person's life. Every person has different stages of life. Now, Baruch Hashem was just to enter a new stage of having a married child, having an in-law child. Right? It's, a, it's, a, it's a different world. I feel like I just like entered a new club. And like, why not figure this out? Like, you know, like go, go figure out like what, like what you're doing. And I'm trying to figure it out. It's not a, not a simple, easy process. But, you know, when stage in life single, and even before that, you know, young single, and then, you know, we get to a mature stage, and then a person gets married, and then there's, you know, if a person was there to learn in Kriol, and then beyond that, and then stage of young children, and then children get a little bit older, and then you have a teenage years where everything hits you in the face, and then, you know, it keeps, it keeps on going, and like, it's, it's, a, it's a process. And these are the different components of a person's life, which are all one. While all the above follow a similar pattern, two of these aspects are going to be especially meaningful for us. One is the various tribes in the Klal Yisrael, which is the various, really, again, using Shvatim as just a, a marshal, but the various streams, and the other is different periods in each individual's life, which will be 
everything we're going through. He's talking right now about this, the transition of stage from pre to post, this guy who was leaving yeshiva. But again, this is just two aspects of it. There's many more aspects of it as well. And that's something which is very, very crucial. So I, I think this, you know, this is the background, the backdrop for everything that we're going to discuss is this concept of the different stages of people, different stages of ourselves, and the different types of people all really being under this rubric of Klai Yisrael. So he goes on to the next step further, and we're just going to go to the next chapter. When, when Yaakov is, gives his, gives, is, is blessed once by his father, once by Hashem, the word Kal is used to describe the upcoming nation of Klai Yisrael. One is Kal Amim, and one is Kal Goyim. Right? Kal, which is literally a nation, assemblage he calls it, of Amim, of nations, and Kal Goyim, also of nations. Right, which is very strange, right? These designations are not meant to insinuate that Klai Yisrael is a loose, direction, loose collection of tribes of different people. Rather, they stress the dual nature of each unit of the Jewish nation. Each tribe has a very unique personality with its own set of attributes and talents, yet all of them together, only together are Klai Yisrael. Thus, while each tribe is a world unto itself, each is irreplaceable as a member of the whole. For instance, the tribes of Shimon and Levi were most outspoken in their condemnation of evil where the tribe of Don reach out to the stragglers to bring them into the fold. Now, this is, is you, know, you think about the world around us. We live in a world of polar opposites. Right? We have, he's referring to like Kanoim, right? which we're all familiar with, people who are Kanoim, and, and you could think of them and how they look and how they dress and how they act and how they interact and how they deal with people. And whether we want to fit into that or disassociate that, right? Not, notwithstanding, you have the Dun model, which calls the Kirov model, the one who's, right, Dun was the master of the Chalamachanis, the ones who really brought in the so-called stragglers, doesn't mean, just mean physical stragglers, it means the stragglers who are outside the Machana, who really couldn't connect to the Machana, right, that's the, the opposite, the polar opposite of, of, of Shem and Alevi, who is the, right, the, the Kanayim of Klai Yisrael, you have Dun, Dun the, the, the Makarvim. You know, in, in, in our own short lifetime, we've seen Gedolim, right, who are all across the spectrum, in terms of their personality, who they were, what they stood for, what they believe, and whether it's Gedolim that we related to or didn't relate to, Gedolim outside of or so-called the, the classic machana within. And, and the, way we, the way we exist is a, a composite of all those aspects and all different types. And Gedolim is just one example, but the same thing applies to streams of, of, of Klai Yisrael. And these approaches are polar opposites of each other. Yet Klai Yisrael is a nation only if it contains both an element of frank and searing condemnation of wrongdoing, also the ability to reach out to the furthest of the stragglers. So to all the other shvatan of the unique and sometimes diametrically opposed personalities, and this is a, a crucial concept, is that they're all necessary. They're all part of the picture. And if we don't appreciate every part of the picture, there is no whole picture. Because every single part and piece is a necessary component to really conform the composite of who Yisrael is. And any piece that's missing is a... Piece which is which is lacking. Why, why, why is that unique to Klai Because like any... uh, no, because Klai this is by design. The Kesharim created created the big picture, which is the full gamut of Klai Yisrael, broken up into all these individual parts. In other nations, you, it may it may have happened the different types of people, right? But it wasn't necessary to form the nation by having that Klai Yisrael. It's necessary to form a Klai Yisrael having all these pieces. Without that, there's no Klai Yisrael. It's lacking in Kali Yisrael. Kashmir would design that. So if it happened anywhere else, it's, it wasn't by design. It, it may be formed that way, right? If you have a company right, that, that, is, that is, realizes 
right? Sam is a manager of a major uh, division in his company, right? If he realizes that each piece is necessary, so you can put together a team of all the pieces, that's by design, right? Some places, some companies, they don't have a you know, manager who's on top of that. Just, it may happen, it may not happen, right? So I think Klaistral, the Ashkacha Protest of Klaistral, requires that this is by design by Kodesh Baruch to make this happen, and therefore it's a structure which ended up coming as part of the Ashkacha that Kodesh Baruch created. So now, nowadays, it's not broken by shavings, but by personalities. So, and, and personalities maybe is too is too narrow, right? But we'll call it streams, right? Streams of of of, of types of people, right? Which, uh, how many can you make of that? Probably thousands. I mean, again, so I don't make every every individual personality, but we'll, I mean, again, just using his muscle, right? You can take people who are. Right. right, the Yisachar Zvulun maybe you take one, is is a stream. Right, people are sitting learning all day is is a stream of of people. Even that can be broken down certainly within that. Then you have maybe we'll call people who are mechanchim. Right, that's another stream. And then you have the uh, the Baal-Batim is another stream. And, and then you have that it can be broken down in many different components as well. Right, each one can be broken down into numerous components. Each one being a necessary part. And that's what we're going to get to. A necessary part of the bigger picture in the gamut of Kali Yisrael. Without that, it's it's, it's lacking. Klaus was lacking. Yeah, it might be too servicey to look at people by their position. Maybe it's in their style of voter. Yeah. Could be that too. That's a hundred percent. That's also a stream, right? Also a stream, right? And that and that's I think that's part of it manifests in how they their position is. As I, right, I agree, is, is maybe a, a somewhat superficial, but it somewhat defines right where a person's involved in what he's doing, what is what his day looks like. And then, right, what is Avedo also? Maybe a different other aspect of, of that stream. I think it's also another component. What obviously is going to get to is that each stream without each other is, is, is lacking. And, and I, was, I was thinking this is part, I mean, obviously there's much more to this. You know, Elo Ve'elo Develkam Chaim is really based on this Yisoyed. Right? The fact that you can have Elo Ve'elo, things which are, are so different, all be true, is really based on this concept of Echad. Right, Elav Elu is that it's coming from the concept of Achosh Baruch Hu, from Taira through Taira. There's no through Taira. It's it's on the rubric of 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 Taira, and therefore it's Elav Elu. It's a similar concept. Nevertheless, each and every tribe had a core personality of Yisrael, which is what a nation devoted to Hashem. In addition, each one had a unique facet that was that was specific to that tribe. Of all the tribes, Levi was the only one whose core occupation was total dedication to Achosh Baruch Hu. Right, they, they sat and learned the whole day. And this is a unifying axis of the entirety of Kali Yisrael. That means the the one which is dedicated to Kodesh Baruch Hu fully, right, is is going to be what he calls the uni- the axis, right, the unifying axis, because that's really everything is is towards the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So exactly, it's all around. Very, it's all around the Mishkan. It's all around, right? Which is so that means the unifying aspect is all around that, right? Rav Yaakov is a famous verse with it in the Sfik Parsha. I think it's Parsha, right? The Golem, right? That Yaakov asked that the, the golem, the flags, you would think would do the opposite of create unity. You're this, you're that, right? Whether it's, it's, it's the flags always represent um, something different, right? When you have your, your, your team flag, it's like, wait, so I'm, I'm behind this team, right? And this team flag is, so Yaakov says that the, the flags, the harder create the opposite. And Yaakov says a beautiful say, which mamas this concept, it says that, of course, Quality soul has differences, and each shavit is different, has a unique avidah, and is separate. But they're all around the machana, they're all around the, mish- the mishkan. Right? So he says that you can have, when you have a unifying force, which is the mishkan, really, which is levi, the shavit levi in, in, in the middle, and they're all camped equidistant around the center, which is the way the, the, the machana was set up. So then, no matter how 
different or unique you are if you're focused around what's in the middle. So that's, you're all the same on some level. Like we said also in the same verse, that's why Parsh Kisisa, when they did, they, you know, they did the, they counted, they didn't count by, by Sheva, they counted just one thing, Chalisrael. Versus now, you have a Kamas Mishkan. So before Kamas Mishkan, you uh-huh. couldn't, right. couldn't, couldn't do that. that. Right, very now, good. Now, you, you just have to split, you have to split it up. Right. Right. It doesn't answer the question. The what? It doesn't explain how the flags were Mahaki Khoi, so just explain no, how so, so the flags are after Correct. In other words, that, no, but if I cared, when I could appreciate your flag, you appreciate my flag, because we're really all around this Torah, that brings actually a greater level of Ahtas. Greater level of Ahtas. That, that's really what, what, what he's saying, right? In other words, that you and I are different. But if you and I, differences are expressed itself and they're connecting in a way through the, through the Mishkan, through the Machana, so then the differences actually make it Make us more connected rather than because right, right? we're not all this. We're not all this. We're not all the same. We're not all the same. You have twelve the same right, puzzle the pieces. Same. You got nothing. You have twelve different puzzle pieces and you got a picture. Right, right. It, it brings it all. It brings them all together in this in, in this way. It, uh, what were you saying, Seth? I think that it's pretty clear that when you're able to see people who have more or there's easy to point at differences, you point at the thing that's keeping you all together while noticing those differences. It makes what keeping it together feels stronger right. in some ways. I think that you think a lot of like, it's the same thing. We see a lot of here modern day with different countries that are fighting wars together. There's different countries that are allies that are fighting on the same thing. The fact that you're from Canada and I'm from America, we're here in the same battlefield. No one's right. fighting better for each other because you're fighting for a common goal, even though, even though, we're, sep- even though we're different. Though we're separate, right. but the fact that we have this one commonality, and right. that's what we're focused on right now. That brings us really together. Stronger, right, 100%. Right, right. Twelve, uh, that leads to a great point. Twelve puzzle pieces of the same equal nothing. Twelve different puzzle pieces that fit together in a puzzle actually equal something beautiful. Beautiful picture. I think it's, uh, that's, that was his marshal. Let's finish this last paragraph. The structure is similarly, is similarly true in looking at Kal Yisrael as a story you played over the course of time. Each generation is a segment of Kal Yisrael with his own distinct personality. There was a generation of the Midbar, which was life occupation was terror, nothing else. Then there was the generation that entered Eretz Yisrael, the one that built Beis Hamikdash, generation of Golas, and so on. All the generations are chronological limbs of the timeless nation of Klal Yisrael. Each era draws life from the same root as the essence of Klal Yisrael, but difference in its focus and contribution to the whole, which is an incredible thing. That means you know, think about our Aveda versus our, our, my grandfather's Aveda, who was, who was in the, the Auschwitz. Like, we're part of the same, same world? Yeah, we're part of the same world. We're doing different Avedas, which are... are, are as far as day and night, <laughs> but we're part of the same makeup of, of serving a Kodesh Baruch each in our own way. And you know what? Our generation, our children's generation, is going to be, look so different, and it really does, from, from five years ago, and ten years ago, like, it looks different. And, and each one is, is its unique purpose in serving a Kodesh Baruch And this generation, and ten years ago, and, and 50, and certainly going three, four, five, right? you know, go back in history, us and the people in the base of Migdash, we're all part of the same history. Our lives look like different worlds, part of the same history. Now this, again, this is a very, you know, almost like an esoteric concept. We'll see how, why this, this foundation is really the key to understanding everything and hopefully getting us to the place we're trying to get it's to. It's interesting because you go, you go 